0: And what a beautiful Wednesday night it is. Loving it outside. There's no sports to speak of in this town now. It's all done, so it's back to the employment hour. Pay attention, and your phone calls, of course, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and one 225 talk That number is absolutely toll-free here this evening. You have questions about your employment, your severance, your boss, your anything about your job, please call tonight. Lior is here till around 10 to 8 to answer all of your questions. When he's not doing this, when he's not a Cape crusader of employment law, he runs a law firm so he has the knowledge. Please, uh, please call through. We're going to talk about the severance pay calculator as well. This is the most accurate uh, tool you have out there to gauge and to figure out how much severance you're actually owed. That's coming. Phone calls, emails, a busy night, Lior, let's get right
1: down to it. Uh, the week that was is the way we like to start. How are you, pal? I'm doing great, John, although something tells me that you and I may be talking to to less people than usual tonight, uh, given the beautiful weather outside across the province. So, uh, uh, you know, that said, you know, there's still a lot to talk about when it comes to employment law, a lot of things to discuss, a lot of workplace rights to, to uncover. So if you're uh, wondering about your work situation, because guess what, your job is still there, the work problems mm-hmm. are still there, good weather or not, uh, give us a call. Let's talk about it. Let's solve those problems. Let's answer your questions so you don't have to spend hours on google trying to find what's going to be the wrong answer call us on the show call me at the office we'll give you plenty of ways to reach out and we always start off the show with the week that was a couple of situations that came across my desk that i want to mention to everyone listening uh to, uh, to us uh, this evening uh first one interesting situation I've seen this happen a few times so i thought it's worth uh, bringing up uh i spoke with a gentleman who found himself in a bit of a, a bit of a pickle uh for uh, a while, apparently, his company was overpaying him. So instead of paying him for 35 weeks, they were paying him for 37 and a half, uh, sorry, for 35 hours a week, they were paying for 37 and a half hours a week. And so they were overpaying him. And apparently they had been doing that now for over a year. Well, they just realized this mistake and they said, holy cow, uh, we've been paying this gentleman more than we should for over a year. Uh, And that's more than uh, almost $10,000 worth. And they told him, well, we need you to pay it back. We made a mistake, our fault. Mm You overpaid. We want you to pay us back our $10,000. Now, this gentleman never realized he was being overpaid because per check, the change was different. The difference was small. And it added up over time, but he had no idea he was overpaid. He doesn't have that money. He doesn't have $10,000 sitting in the bank. And he's finding himself in a very difficult situation. The company said it's going to start clawing wages. He wanted to know what his rights are. Now, here's the thing, John. Clearly, the company here made a mistake. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not something that the company did maliciously. And they're not uh, trying to really do anything wrong. They made a mistake. The thing is, he's he's innocent here. And there's a legal principle that says that if you receive money not knowing that you're not owed to it, you receive it in good faith, and you spend it in good faith, you don't have to pay it back. Oh, wow. So if he receives this money, not knowing that he's received it when he shouldn't have, uh, believing that he's owed that money, and then he spends that money in good faith, he actually doesn't have to pay it back. And you know, it's unfortunate for the company, but it's their mistake, and they can't now say, you have to find $10,000 somewhere. Uh, so, because of that, he actually doesn't have to pay it back. Now, beyond that, I want our listeners to understand that even in situations when you do owe the company money, the company is not allowed to claw it, to claw it, to take it off your paycheck. If you owe the company money, unless you agree to do it, the company cannot take money off your check. That's illegal. That's a violation of the Employment Standards Act. So, even if you owe them the company money, which in this case they don't. Uh, so, remember. If you get money that's not necessarily owed to you, but you didn't realize and you spent it in good faith, you don't have to pay it back. And for this gentleman, I'm going to send a letter for him telling the company to get off his back. He spent the money, not his fault, uh, and he's not going to have to pay it back, John.
0: 416 870 star 640 on sale and one triple eight two two five talk That number is toll-free this evening as well. What else you got going on?
1: We often talk about constructive dismissal on the show, and for our our new listeners, a constructive dismissal happens when a company imposes a significant change to the terms of employment. But some changes may not necessarily appear to be significant, yet still can be a constructive dismissal. And this situation I'm going to tell you about is a prime example of that. I spoke with a lady who called me. Uh, She had worked uh, for a number of years as a a bookkeeper in in a bookkeeping financial type of a position. Well, recently the company said, we don't have enough work for you as a bookkeeper, so we want you to take a different role within the organization. It's going to be a quality control type of a role. Uh, In this role, you're going to get the same pay. We're not going to deduct your pay. And in the company's structure, it's considered the same level of position. So in their eyes, it's not really a demotion. And they said, you're starting that, and we'll give you all the training you need, and you're off and running. Well, here's the problem for this lady. Her interest, her education, her experience is in the financial aspect, in bookkeeping, accounting. And right. that's what she wants to do. And that's what she wants to have on her resume. And that's the position she wants to have after this one is over with. So she's concerned now not doing financial work, not doing accounting and bookkeeping. Because how is that going to look on her resume? Is that going to prevent her down the road from finding another job that she wants? Just, I don't want to do this job. It's not what I do. And she called me and she wanted to know can they make her? take this position? Well, the answer, John, is no, they cannot. That's a constructive dismissal. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that it's not a demotion, despite the fact that they're not reducing her pay, it's still a significant change. It's a change that impacts her. It can impact her career uh, prospects. Uh, It can impact what she does every day. And because of that, it is a significant change, which means she can say no and leave with full severance. So that's what I, uh, the message that I want our listeners to take here, that even subtle changes, even changes that don't impact your pay may result in a constructive dismissal. If you don't know what that change means and if it is a constructive dismissal, just give me a call.
0: You know, it's funny because just before you said full severance, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be a situation where she still gets severance, but it would be a reduced severance because she's basically just, it's a lateral move, but you're saying, no, that's not the case.
1: No, she absolutely uh, can get full severance here. It is a significant change uh, and she's now deciding what's better for her. Is it better to still do this role or get severance? But from a legal standpoint, can she pursue full severance? Absolutely, she can. 416-870-6400, 416-870-6400,
0: star 640 on cell one 225 talk That number, by the way, this evening till around 10 to 8 is toll free. You'll want to call through any question you have about your employment, you've been wondering, even if it's something as simple as how much severance you're supposed to get, please feel free to call and Leor answer those questions and set you down the uh, the right path for sure. By the way, we do this uh, Wednesday nights. Right now, as you know, Monday nights, there is the weekend shows of the Employment Hour on Global News Radio AM 640 and also the Employment Hour in 30. That happens on TV, Global TV and CTV on the weekends as well. Give me some details about it. We talk about it every week, and we're not going to stop until everybody
1: on the planet has used it outside of Quebec. Um, <laughs> SeverancePayCalculator.com. SeverancePayCalculator.com. By the way, it's interesting that uh, I actually have people uh, that use it sometimes from the U.S. not realizing that it's yeah. really just for Ontario, uh, Ontario and B.C., and they're really happy. Like, oh, my God, I get all the severance. And yep. then they contact me and I say, sorry, it doesn't apply in the U.S. In the U.S., you don't really get severance or at least not the same kind of severance. But for those of us here in Ontario, severancepaycalculator.com, a tool, a website that I created that allows anyone to find out how much severance they're owed, the real amount, not the uh, myth of a week per year of service or two weeks per year of service. Those right. are wrong. Those are misconceptions. They're not true. The real amount you go to severancepaycalculator.com again severancepaycalculator.com you answer three simple questions your age your position and the length of your employment and you're done you find out how much severance you're actually owed maybe it's 12 months maybe it's 24 months maybe it's something else it's free it's anonymous there's no strings attached there's no credit card to put in you don't even have to put in your name or your company's name It's just there for your information because I want to arm you with that information so that you know in case the worst happens and you are let go, you should know how much you're owed. Or you maybe just walked out of a termination meeting with your severance letter in hand and you need to know whether what they've offered you is adequate. By the way, it's not adequate. I'm telling you right now. But you can find that out yourself, severancepaycalculator.com.
0: What if I'm on the other side of the table and I'm an employer and I want to know exactly what's going on in that regard?
1: Well, a lot of employers want to do the right thing by their employees. They want to pay them what they're owed. Well, they can go to severancepaycalculator.com. There's an employer mode, just as easy, just as free. Not only does it tell the employer what their obligations are, it also provides some additional information for employers as to how to meet those obligations. So easy, easy, severancepaycalculator.com.
0: The phone line is 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and one talk That number all evening long is absolutely toll-free. Between our phone calls and emails, we get to our topic for the night, and as it's going to cost you if you let go of an employee because of dot, dot, dot. We will continue and get into that topic very shortly. First of all, I'm going to flip over the phone and uh, get Tony online. Hey, Tony, good evening. How are you?
2: Good evening. I'm well, thank you.
0: Good, sir. What's going on?
2: Um, I'm calling regarding my wife. My wife works for... Uh, used to be a large company in Canada, but now have um, downsized. And she now works for the same company, but reporting to the U.S. She's been there for 25 years um, and doing well. She's got good reviews, excellent, and so on. Good. Um, The nub now is that the portion, apparently, of the company that she's, Works for has been sold off to a third party and she now has the option of joining that third or being part of that third party or just being let go completely so we're trying to sort of figure out the options and the real sort of heart of this question is that they keep they've told her that well there's no job for her in her current position but they have uh, Contract workers in the U.S. filling this position at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to understand what should she be doing, or what what might be her options to,
1: sure.
2: you know, single out this.
1: Now, Tony, this is this is more than we can and, and more than we should be talking about on the air because I there's a lot at thought, stake yeah. here so i'll give you some some brief thoughts but it is extremely important tony that that you or your wife call me after uh the show let's sit down let's talk about this properly because what's at stake potentially is as much as two years worth of severance but here's the thing if she's offered a job by that third party if she is and if that job is reasonably similar in terms of compensation and responsibilities uh if she takes it they inherit her service if she doesn't take it then she's going to be owed severance but not full severance because there was an opportunity to take a very similar position on the other hand if the position is not similar and she decides not to take this job then she's owed her full severance the devil's in the details and i also want to see what agreements then this third party may want to sign. there's a lot to talk about and a lot at stake here tony so i i, I rather than do it uh, okay. uh, an injustice i want to connect with you or your wife off air okay
0: Tony, I'm going to give you a number here, the number you need to know. In fact, keep it with you. Just keep it on your fridge. one 821 5900 Again, 1-855-821-5900. And help at employmenthour.com. As Lior says, call them uh, as soon as you can. And uh, get this matter uh, underway, there's a lot to unpack here for sure. I see you, Charlene. I see you, Anthony. Guys, hang on. We'll get to you and you as well. Lots of time to call in until around 10 day. Get those questions out there. 416-870-6400. Star 640 on and 888 225 talk that number absolutely toll-free it's the employment hour and it's right here on global news radio and we are back at 724 right till 10 to eight lots of time your phone calls bring them on we'd love to talk to you we will get to your calls as we uh as we answer each and every question right back at it indeed uh Anthony how are you good evening
3: I'm well yourself
0: good pal what's uh, what's going on with you tonight
3: Well, uh, a friend of mine actually works for an outsourcing company. So he's been there for like, uh, I guess, close to 18 years. So the company that he's working for lost the contract. So he did sign with the current company. He did sign like a non-compete. So he's wondering, could he go on with the new provider? Does he have to stay with the old company? Would he get severance? Does the years of service go over? How does
4: that work?
1: Now, the company that he currently works for, they lost the contract, are they letting him go or do they have other work for him?
4: Well, they they, they have nothing for him, no.
1: So, so as far as they're concerned, they're terminating his employment? Yes. Now, uh, the new company, have they offered him a job? Uh, yes. Okay. So here's the thing, here's how this works. Uh, he he. either way, he gets severance, okay? Either way. Now, in terms of does he get his full severance or, or just a portion of his severance has to do with whether or not uh, he accepts a job with a uh, with new company. And, and if he doesn't accept, why he doesn't accept. If he accepts a job with a new company, he's not going to get his full severance. He's going to get his minimum entitlements only from the current company. If he doesn't accept and he has a good reason not to accept, then he gets his full severance from the current company. But either way they owe him severance. How long has he been there? 18 years. And the the current company, big small company? Uh, it's about a mid-sized company. Okay, so he could his minimum entitlements could be, could be as little as 6 or as much as 6 months pay. His full entitlements are going to be much more than that. But at a minimum, there may be six months' pay at stake, at a minimum. So I would have him give me a call as soon as possible, Anthony. I, uh, before he decides whether to accept a job with a new company, uh, before he does anything, uh, I want to speak to him, uh, and he is absolutely going to be owed some compensation. Okay, will do. Uh, will do.
0: Thank you, Anthony. That number again, one and help at employmenthour.com. Charlene, thanks so much for hanging in. How are you?
5: I'm well, thank you. How are you?
0: We're great. What's uh, what's going on with you? What's your concern?
5: I was just wondering, if you have an employment contract that stipulates how much severance you get, should you get terminated, can you fight that?
1: Great question. Well, that's a great question. That's a terrific question. It comes down to whether or not that provision in the contract, the provision in the contract that talks about how much severance you get, whether it's enforceable or not, 75% of, of, of those provisions are not enforceable for, for various reasons we don't need to get into. Now, if it is, in fact, enforceable, if it's airtight, then you're limited to whatever it is that agreement, that contract says. But as I said, three quarters, about 75% of them are not, in which case we can disregard them and you can use a severance calculator. You, your entitlements are going to be based on your age, position, and length of employment. So if you're in a situation or someone you know, uh, Charlene, are in a situation where you have this agreement and it speaks to the issue of of severance, let me see it. Just flip it over to me, you can email it, you can fax it, whatever you want. I can take a look and in 10 seconds tell you whether or not that does limit you or if it does not limit you. Uh, Very important and and I I don't want you or anyone to assume that just because your employment contract uh, addresses severance that it's necessarily enforceable. As I said, 75% of the time, it's not.
5: So what key things are you looking for in that 10 seconds?
1: Well, again, I, I don't want to get too technical, but ultimately it comes down to whether or not it, it does or could breach the Employment Standards Act, whether it's written in, in a clear or ambiguous, uh, ambiguous way, uh, whether or not there's any internal uh, inconsistencies in it. Uh, I also look at terms of when the agreement was signed, how it was signed, uh, so there's a number of factors. Each one of them can render it unenforceable.
5: So is it basically, is it better not to sign a contract when you first start a job?
1: Oh,
0: that's an amazing
1: question. Yeah, Amazing question, and we said this uh, many times on the show, is that as an employee, you're better off starting a job on a handshake. Oh, uh, really? Much better. Uh, don't be concerned about the handshake job. Be concerned about the 10-page document with a lot of legalese. Because in in that 10-page document, you're going to have many things that could potentially affect you, like a termination clause potentially. So, yes, uh, obviously we can't go back in time, and sometimes you may not have a choice. But if given the choice, I would always, from an employee standpoint, I would always take the choice of not having signed a written employment contract.
5: Awesome. Thank you so much, guys.
1: Thank you, Charlene.
0: Appreciate the call. Again, 1-855-821-5900. have a look at that. Help at employmenthour.com is the email that he spoke about for you as well. Lots of time here. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell and one triple eight two two five. 225 talk That number is toll free tonight. We got lines open and ready for you. Next up, Mark. Hi there. How are you, Mark?
6: Good. How are you?
0: Good, brother. What's What's going on?
6: Oh, I just got a question. I've been with my company for about 20 years, and we're really starting to slow down. They've laid off a few people. I may or may not be caught up in that, but I've never been laid off before, so I wouldn't know what to expect. If I don't like what they say for the severance, am I, like, without a, a paycheck for months and months, or how? Is there a time limit?
1: Excellent question. Now, my first uh, thing I want to ask you, uh, Mark, is there a union? No okay good so if there's no union and the company decides to let you go they would have to pay you severance now 90% of the time uh, and and that's probably even more than 90% of the time when the company offers you severance it's not gonna be uh, the right amount they're gonna offer you a lot less than what you're owed and I can tell you that after 20 years you could easily be looking at 18 20 even 24 months of pay depending on your age and, and position. So, you know, it's not going to be likely less than 18 months' pay. So, and you may look at a servants and they may offer you 8 months' pay or 10 months' pay. The thing is this, uh, if you decide that you don't want 8 months' pay because you're at 18 months' pay, it does not mean you're going to go without a paycheck until this is resolved. They're going to have to pay you certain amounts. For you, that could be as much as 6 months' pay. They're going to have to pay you that either way, no matter what. And it's going to take us less than six months to resolve this it could be only a few weeks to resolve this so bottom line is no you're not going to be without a paycheck and you should absolutely not accept less than your owed so if it does happen mark if they do decide to let you go uh, call me go to severancepaycalculator.com if you want to to understand what your wrote so that you're armed with that information and under no circumstances mark should you accept anything without speaking to me first
6: Awesome. We'll do. Thank you so much. But eight, the difference between 18 months and 24 months is uh, six months. That's quite a bit of money. You bet. Um,
1: well, well, let uh, me, let you, me, let me uh, give you a more specific uh, analysis uh, here. So 20 years, what kind of a job and how old are you, Mark? Uh, a video production. Okay, video production. Uh, and, and how old are you? I'm 53. Now, again, I, I don't know too much about video production, but is this type of a job that uh, is going to be difficult to replace
6: uh, for me to find another job? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, it would be just because I um, uh, I, I work in Toronto, but I live about an hour away, and um, trying to uh, right now my hours are really good. If I find another video production job, I'll be working nine to five, coming to Toronto.
1: It <laughs> right it really doesn't work for me yeah coming nine to five to Toronto from an hour away good luck with that right well so exactly. so so here's the thing you would probably be in the 18th to 19 to 20 months you wouldn't unfortunately be uh, as high as 24 anywhere from 18 to 20 is the appropriate range for you uh but awesome. still i i would bet you anything mark and you, one day we'll talk and you'll tell me if I was right or wrong is that if and when they let you go they'll offer you at best a year and and potentially as little as eight months pay well, but now you know, and now you, be, you. you, you won't be scared by, by that, and you know to call me, exactly. Will do. Well, thank you so much.
0: Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate uh, the calls. The calls are great tonight, by the way. Mark that number, one 821 5900 and one 225 talk That's toll-free. And help at employmenthour.com. We'll go over to uh, to Andrew here. Andrew, you are up next. How are you, pal?
3: Hi, how's it going? Good. What's going on? So I booked some time off of work. I gave them about a week and a bit's notice. They told me that they needed two weeks. Um, that was a problem, but a couple of days went by and they said, uh, yeah, it's okay. Your shifts are covered. You're good to go. I went on vacation, came back, returned to work like normal. About a week or so into working, they told me I had a write-up waiting for me. Uh, I went to the office. The write-up said it was for not giving two weeks' notice. I said I refused to sign that, returned to work like normal for another week and a half or so, and then, without any notice, I was taken off the schedule, I showed up to work, one of my coworkers was there in my spot, and I looked at my schedule, they said they took me off, and they're not putting me back on until I signed the write-up.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, quick question, Andrew. Uh, no union? No. Okay. So so let, let's start with the write up okay uh obviously only you know what happened but if in fact uh they said yes it's fine you, you're covered go ahead and go on your vacation then obviously yeah. they can't complain about that and they can't write you up if if yeah. they had said no no you got to give us uh 2 weeks notice and you didn't uh and and they said well no and well at that point they could write you up but if they approved it, they can't and write you up and you're I right predict- not to sign it, but here's the yeah. thing. See here, so so I, I'm gonna give you choices here. You now yeah. are in a position to treat your employment as being terminated, if you want, because they, they took you off your, the schedule. It's exactly the same as letting you go. So your option yeah. number one is to to say, okay, forget this, I'm gonna get my severance and move on. If that's what you want, no problem. Uh, I, yeah. I can easily help you. Your other option okay. is uh, you can sign this document, But at the same time, I want you to send an email saying, I signed it because I wanted my job, but here's what actually happened, and here's why I don't agree with it. You approved it, so I don't think it's proper. You want to put that in writing and on the record. As long as you do that, they can't really use that against you in the future. So one of those two options, you can. If you do the second thing, they'll probably give you your job back, and you can continue working. If you don't want to go back now anymore, you're absolutely able to pursue severance. So what do you think, Andrew?
3: Uh, I I want to go the severance route. Uh, I they have new management there, and I I feel like this was a a blow to the manager's ego, and this is their way to get back at me. So I'm just going to be done with it.
1: Now, Andrew, how long have you worked there for?
3: Uh, between three and four years.
1: Okay. What kind of a job, and and how old are you, Andrew?
3: Security. Thirty-four.
1: Yeah, so someone in your situation could be owed five, potentially as much as six months of pay. So we're talking about significant entitlements. Now, before you do anything, before you respond to them, before you tell them to go jump in the lake or anything like that, call me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Okay. Let's go over this in a bit more detail. I want to see also a copy of any employment agreement that you may have signed when you started working. Uh, But those are your options. And before you do anything to pursue them, let's speak. I'm in the office the rest of the week, in the office next week, easy to get a hold of. Uh, So reach out to me. Great, I'll give you a call.
0: Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate that. And that number to get a hold of Lior, as you know, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. And email is help at employmenthour.com. Go jump to lake. Not a
1: legal term. Just want to cover that here for the rest of the show. <laughs> that's maybe true. one day no, it will true. be, but maybe will be one ahead. day we'll add it to the uh, legal lexicon. For now, it's uh, copyright Lior.
0: That's right. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell to get your calls on the air. Ask your questions tonight. A lot of people calling through. They're getting answers. They're loving it. One triple eight two two five talk that number. Is toll free. By the way, Pam. Good evening. How are you?
5: I'm great. How are you?
0: Good. What's so? Uh, what's going on with you?
5: Um. So I work for Mackenzie Health Hospital. Uh. Well, as of today, I don't. Um. And about 15 of us were let go today. Um. All together in a group. Um. I guess my question for the group is, you know, what kind of severance we could expect. Um. Mm-hmm. We were all on contract, the majority of us, until the end of June.
1: Now, I, I take it, Pam, because you were on contract, there was no union. No union. Okay. So, th- depending on the terms uh, of, of the contract, a- at a minimum, uh, I would expect that they, they'd owe you till the end of this contract, till the end of June. Potentially more, depending on a number of factors. But your, your question is, what do we do? I'm going to make it very simple. Let's talk. Let let let's. Get, let's connect off-air. Let me get all the details. Let me find out more about you, your colleagues, your jobs, your contracts, what actually happened. You know, Is, is the hospital saying you did something wrong? Is it something else? Uh, mm-hmm. And I can tell you individually how much you're owed because your entitlements may not necessarily be the same as that of your colleagues. Some may be owed more. Some may be, may be owed less. Uh, but you you would all have entitlements. And, unfortunately, I don't trust most employers to be able to comply with those entitlements. So let's mm-hmm. connect off-air Give me a call whenever uh, you're ready and your colleagues, and uh, and let's do that.
5: Okay. And do you recommend that we uh, call you as a group or individually?
1: Well, I, I would. I wouldn't mind certainly having an initial uh, discussion, even as a group, so that we can talk with, about some of the issues that are, are applicable to the group as a whole. But but ultimately, I'll also want to speak to you guys individually.
5: Okay. Um. That's great. Um. I also wanted to mention there's. Uh, A couple of the employees who were let go were actually
1: pregnant. Oh, Um, okay.
5: Do they have any um, additional... Additional rights? Yeah,
1: Yeah. and and they might, depending on why they were let go. If if it's one of those things where the hospital shut down on a whole department, and these people part of the...
5: If they exactly. kind of picked,
1: you know, they picked and choose some people, then yeah, th- that actually may be illegal. If if even a part of the reason why they were let go was because of their pregnancy, that's illegal. That's a human rights violation. Also, because it's going to take them longer to find another job because they're not going to be able to look for work right now, those folks may be owed enhanced severance. So definitely a lot to talk about, and and they should reach out to me uh, as soon as possible.
5: Awesome. Okay. Great. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, Pam. And again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 821 5900 Write that down. one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 821 5900 Any time and help at employmenthour.com. We are getting through these and getting some answers. Tom, you're, uh, you're next up, pal. How are you?
7: Hey, good. How are you?
0: Good, sir. What's going on?
7: Good. So I have a question. My, uh, my brother, my late brother, worked for one of the big telecoms for over 18 years on a permanent part-time basis. Showed up to work one day uh, and they just very They just said oh we just want to talk to an hr and at that point gave him a severance package and told him to leave the building for no reason whatsoever uh so he ended up uh over a few days thinking about it taking it didn't really consult with anybody uh and then unfortunately uh we we don't know why but due to stress or whatever we unfortunately lost him this year uh at the age of 45 so he worked there pretty much all his life and then this is what happened so my question is is a I think they gave him a year of severance on my view, was part time, permanent for 18 years. Uh, should would he be entitled to more or an end or is there anything else we can do now after the fact?
1: Uh, Tom, yes, sure. And first of all, I'm very sorry for uh, your loss. Uh, Thank you. Now, in terms of the situation, obviously, if he worked there for such a long time, he would have been owed more than a year's pay. Potentially could have been twice uh, as much or, or potentially uh, could have been you know, 18 months or somewhere in that range. The unfortunate thing is because he signed it, uh, I'm not even talking about the fact that he's passed away, because he signed it, uh, once he did, even if it's a, a bad deal, uh, there's not much that can be done to go back on it. That's why I, I always emphasize on the show, and I keep hammering the point that people have to have to uh, call me when they're let go before they sign anything. So as a as a practical matter, uh, nothing could be done. And, of course, now that he's passed away, uh, that would be impossible to pursue in any event. So, unfortunately, Tom, the news is that nothing can be done at this point. I'm very sorry to say that.
7: All righty. Well, I figured that. I just figured I'd ask, but I appreciate your time.
1: Yeah. Sure, Tom. Yeah, I appreciate it, Tom, and thank, uh,
0: thank you for your call. Uh, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell one 225 talk that number to call through. Talk to Lior's absolutely toll-free tonight, as it always is. Chris, how are you? Good evening.
8: Good evening. How are you guys doing? Good,
0: sir. What's, uh, what's going on with you tonight?
8: I have a quick question for you, but I need to explain what it is. I'm in sales. I get incentivized or I get my commissions paid every four months. I quit my existing company on April the 6th and joined a new company on April the 9th. I was supposed to work till April 30th to get the four-month bonuses. But when I was quitting, the BPHR sent me an email saying that, no problem, we will pay you all your incentives till the last day, which is April the 6th. And that is fine. So I had a copy of the email. After one week, she said that, oh, it's my mistake. I thought that, we fired you and you did not, and, and now I come to know that you have left the company on your own account. Sorry, you were supposed to work till April 30th. We cannot pay you any incentives for that four months. And they also sent me a copy where I signed the document saying that I will work till April 30th to get my incentives. But my question to you is that since the HR has sent me an initial email saying that I will get paid till April 6th, do I have any legal recourse? Thank
1: you. absolutely you do no, not even a question that you have recourse here both given the fact that you worked pretty much the whole period and the fact that they said in writing that they're gonna pay it then yes they have to pay it and and this should be as something as easy as a letter from me could, could take care of it we should be able to resolve this very quickly uh, Chris yes no the, the, they'll have to pay it okay but the,
8: but the question is if I signed a document initially I know. The year, I will work till April 30th. That's okay?
1: That is okay still under, uh, under the circumstances. Absolutely. So let's connect. And the fact that you have that email in writing is gold. So, yeah, yeah uh, it could be as simple as a letter from me. So I need your number, please.
0: Yep, you got it, Chris. It's right here. It's uh 855 821 5900 821 5900 And call your uh, ASAP as well. Help at employmenthour.com if you want to send an email as well, since you're so good at keeping them. You're a smart guy. Uh, Leo, how are you? You're next up. What's up, pal? Good,
4: good. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm calling regarding, uh, like, uh, I was managing two stores and, uh, the owner decided, like, uh, because, uh, just, uh, reduced me to one store is, uh, and he reduced my pay as well, right? Only, he's paying me for one store mm-hmm. and, uh, he, he didn't give me enough notice for that. So, like, uh, let's say it happened, uh, in March, uh, on March 28th, he told me from April, you're going to run only one store. So is it
1: legal to do that? And so so this started in April and since April you've been you've been doing this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, how, how much of a pay cut did you take?
4: it uh, reduced me for $1,600 a
1: month. $1,600 a month. Okay. You know, obviously that, that's significant. Uh, and how long have you worked there?
4: Uh, seven and a half, eight years.
1: And for that period of time, did you always manage the two stores?
4: Yeah, always.
1: So, no, they're not allowed uh, to do this, absolutely not, which means when they did that, because it's a significant change and a significant uh, reduction in your pay, that's a constructive dismissal. It's not even close. It clearly is, which means you can treat that as a termination and get severance. Here's my concern. My concern is you've been doing that since, since April, and now we're in, uh, in May, uh, and that, that window to do something is closing very quickly. If you continue doing something after they reduce your pay, it's almost like you've you've accepted it. It's almost like you said, I'm fine with this. There's a very small window to pursue this. So if you if you don't want this to happen, if you want to get your full severance, then you need to do something right now about it. You need to call me as soon as possible. One of the things to consider, Leo, is if now you're making less money, if you continue to work, and let's say three months from now, they decide to let you go, at that point, the severance that you're going to be owed is going to be calculated on what you're making now, on the lower amount. So you're, you're better off getting severance right now because it's going to be calculated on the higher amount. So that window is very small, Leo. You need to connect with me as soon as possible. I mean literally tomorrow. I would not wait on this at all. Uh, and you could be owed as much as eight, nine, ten months of pay uh, given what you've told me.
4: Okay, because uh, basically he told me like uh, you can make uh, that money if you take more hours working at the deal, uh, which uh, I don't really want to uh, take. I understand. More hours, right? It's
1: still a significant change, not even a question. So, so I would reach out to me tomorrow, Leo. If you wait even another few days, you may be in a situation you, when you have accepted this change and you can't do anything about it.
4: Okay, because uh, basically he can let me go like in a, in a couple of days and uh, just. Uh, is gonna be counted uh, as. But uh, uh, do you have to tell him that? Like, uh, do you have to tell the owner like uh, you cannot do that, or just uh, basically
1: like? Well, you can tell him, but he already did do that, so that's yeah. ca- that ship has sailed exactly. now. At this point, we have to decide whether you're going to continue and accept this, or if you're going to pursue this as a constructive dismissal. So call me as soon as possible if you want to pursue it. But know that if you don't, then you you've accepted it and and, and you're stuck in this uh, position.
0: Leo, that number and use it and write it down, One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Email is help at employmenthour.com. This just illustrates tonight nonstop back-to-back phone calls. People need this show and they need this information, right?
1: Even on a a nice day, uh, Uh, people are calling. That's great. I'm glad that we were able to talk to a bunch of people today to answer questions, hopefully illuminate and help uh, in in tough situations. But you know what? The show is over, but uh, my job isn't. I'm still available. I'm still around. I answer questions all the time. Call me at the office. Email me. Always happy to talk.
0: That number one more time until we get to the weekend shows. And, of course, Employment Hour in 30 on Global TV and CTV. That happens on Saturday and Sunday mornings as well. To get a hold of the OR, 821 5900 and help at employmenthour.com. And always, always go to severancepaycalculator.com as well. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour right here on Global News Radio. On point with Alex Pearson returns up next.